Hi, I'm Kristen Grant, and this is Improvements, a podcast where we learn all the ways we can improve our own happiness and quality of life. Look, life is short, and it's not promised either, so making the most of the time we have should be at the top of our list. If you've ever felt stuck, less than, uninspired, lost, or confused about what the heck you're doing, this podcast is for you. Throughout our time together, I'll give you the tips, tricks, and tools you need to turn your life into one that feels exciting, satisfying, and makes you proud. I'll teach you how to follow your intuition, make better decisions, build better habits, and ultimately take control of your own destiny. And you might be wondering, why did I create a podcast about this? Because I'm actively practicing these things in my own life, and I've had a lot of epiphanies that deserve to be shared. For nearly a decade, I've been obsessed with personal development, self-discovery, manifestation, and mindset change. I like to jokingly say that I have a degree in this stuff because that's truly what it feels like. I'm a wife, mom, sister, daughter, and friend who is tired of running the rat race and desperately yearn for more. More memories made with my family, more time to spend on projects I love, and more alignment with the person I always knew I was meant to become. Intuition, habits, drive, vision, and planning are just a few of the topics we cover. Now buckle up. It's time to make some improvements. Hello, and welcome to episode four of Improvements with me, Kristen Grant. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode. Um, This one might not be very long, but just wanted to tell you a quick story, a quick parenting story which um, just kind of sums up just, I feel like my life in, in, in funny ways, just I've mentioned before that my life is not aesthetically pleasing. And I feel like as a parent, it never is. And if you're a parent out there, you can probably relate to just sometimes there are moments where you're just like, wow, that was a parenting fail. (laughs) Gross, embarrassing, great. Like you're just like, great. Um, But the other day we had my husband's uh, local company Christmas party and we got a babysitter and everything. Our neighbors who are super sweet and I absolutely adore them. Uh, they have, uh, they have children that's around the same age as our girls. And so, uh, we took them over. We took the girls over to their house last night while we went to the Christmas party and had the diaper bag ready, the sippy cup in there, like had the snacks, had all of it to go. And, and we left and a few, uh, or a little while later, I get a text from my neighbor saying, Hey, can Paisley have this bottle in here? Or do you want me to wash it out and put something else in it? And I was like thinking, Oh, she probably means the sippy cup, you know? Um, no, that sippy cup it's, uh, I was like, no, it's good. Um, I poured it today. It's fine. And she was like, gotcha. And she said something else and continued on. Well, you know, the night continues on, kids are good, party's good, and we go home, and we pick up the kids, and we take them back home, and I'm unloading the diaper bag, and when I open the big pocket, now this has a front pocket, and I didn't open the front pocket whenever I loaded it to take it over to our neighbors, but when I opened the big pocket, I saw a bottle in there with nasty old breast milk in there, and it was nasty. I, I did not even dare opening it, open it to, I did not want to smell what was inside, but it looked nasty. And I was just like, oh my gosh, what the hell? Um, and so I texted my neighbor and I was like, oh my gosh, I just saw the bottle you were talking about. I thought you meant her sippy cup. 
And so I was like, that bottle's definitely old. I guys, I don't remember how long that bottle has been in there. It, Paisley hasn't drank a bottle in over a month, at least. She's been purely on sippy cups for at least a good month, month and a half at least. And so that bottle has been in the front pocket all this time. And if you can just imagine, it's pretty disgusting. And so I felt super embarrassed and they were like, oh no, well, she didn't have any of it. You know, she's fine. She didn't, she didn't want any of it. And I'm just like, oh my God, of course she, you know, didn't want any of it because it probably, she probably like got a whiff or a taste and it was just nasty. And I felt so bad that my child was subjected to nasty old expired breast milk. And I just am hoping that she doesn't get some kind of like food poisoning or something from just her mouth being on the nipple of the bottle. I'm just like, Oh my God. So, um, all that to say is that was a, a super big parenting fail. And, you know, I just feel like that is how life is sometimes with kids. It's, it's one of those, it's one of those things that you can just never plan to be absolutely perfect. in. though you can try your hardest, there are going to be moments when you mess up and you feel, you know, pretty bad. You feel almost like a failure. And I wouldn't say that I'm a failure of a parent, but I definitely did not feel like that was a win <laughs> right there. Um, cause I should have checked the whole diaper bag, but, and I know, and I know accidents happen, mistakes happen. And fortunately, you know, she didn't drink it, but, um, you know, I just think about, I just think about that. I'm like, oh, she could have drank it and she would have gotten really sick. And I'm just very glad it didn't turn out that way, though verdict's not out yet if she's going to, gosh, contract anything, but I hope, hopefully not. But, um, you know, that's just, that's just life. And I just wanted to kind of throw that story out there for any parents out there in the world who are just like, man, I suck. <laughs> They're just like, man, I am not getting this right. Why, why is it so hard? Why is it so hard? And parenting is hard. Okay. I'm going to tell you, it is hard. They are these tiny humans that when they, when they shriek and cry, it just makes you want to explode. It makes you want to pull your hair out and just come unglued. And there have been times where, you know, I haven't been the best and I've yelled back because my kids have just made me unglued, mostly my three-year-old. And, um, it's interesting how they say that the terrible, they talk about the terrible twos. That wasn't a thing. Two was perfect. When she was two, she was so sweet and angelic. Like she was just such a sweet little girl and she's still sweet. But the threes, I've also heard that when they're three, they're a three nager. And that's definitely true in our house. The threes have been difficult for us. And Kennedy is almost four. And so she'll be four in February. And so I'm like, okay, we um, maybe are on the edge of, of, a new era for her. Maybe, um, I'm interested to see how me staying home with them is going to change her behavior and change things. Um, but you know, this, this podcast is called improvements and that's what you got to do sometimes is just try to improve. It's just try, you know, you're not going to be perfect and that's okay. No parent is 
And one thing that my husband and I talk about a lot is just how we can improve as parents. My husband definitely struggles with Kennedy's temper more than I do. I'd say I have a little bit more patience than he does and he struggles and I have to, to talk to him. We have to talk and just kind of strategize and talk about how we handled a certain situation or how to handle a situation that comes up and different things like that. And so I just wanted to get on here real fast and just have a little quick shorty episode that just talks about how if you are struggling in the parenting arena, you are not alone. I felt like a dummy yesterday whenever I opened that bottle and I saw or I opened the bag and I saw the bottle in there. I felt like a huge dummy and it was very embarrassing to see for my neighbor to see that and for my neighbor to know that I left an expired bottle in the diaper bag uh, for God knows how long it was in there. So, you know, it's just one of those moments that you just got to kind of roll with it. You just got to kind of go with the punches, roll with the punches and just move along. So, you know, if you haven't had a great day with your child or maybe even a great week and you are just, you're struggling to talk to them or to connect, just know you're not alone. I definitely have those moments where my child just throws a huge fit in a tantrum and I lose it. I'm on the brink of just losing my shit and that that's okay. It's not perfect. I mean, it's not, it's, it's not okay to like literally lose your shit and you know, um, but you know, y'all know what I'm saying. It's not literally okay to do bad things, but um, won't even go there. But it's okay to just feel like you're losing your mind and feel like you are just so tired and frustrated. It is okay to feel that way because that is a normal human reaction. Parenting's not easy, and whoever said it is is lying. You know, I think a lot of us in the world want to be parents. We I always knew I wanted to be a parent, even as a little girl. As a little girl, I remember I had two imaginary daughters, not imaginary friends, imaginary daughters. Their names were Karen and Stacy. And Karen was the older sister, and Stacy was the little sister. And I think it's so funny that I literally have two little girls now, and Kennedy starts with a K, Karen starts with a K. And then I have Stacy, like, or Stacy was my, um, imaginary daughter and then I have Paisley and her and her name ends in a Y and I just think that it's just so funny that I had two imaginary daughters as a little child and um I have two real life little girls and um you know I think I think that's funny I did hear one time side note on a totally side note one time I did hear that our children before they come to us in this world they know their spirits know that they're going to be ours, that they're going to be our children. They handpick us and they know that they're going to uh, be our children and they hang around us. Their spirits hang around us until the perfect time, the perfect moment for them to come into this world. And I, when I heard that, I did not think it was truly a coincidence that my imaginary daughters, I had two of them and now I have two little girls. I definitely think that was um, something from the divine and I don't think it was just a coincidence. Um, I definitely feel after hearing that, that my two little girls were with me even when I was a child and they always knew that they were going to be mine. And so I always knew I was going to be a mom and I always wanted to be a mom and I always felt like I was born to be a mom. And 
some people might not feel that way and that's okay. Not everybody has the same life experience and that's fine. So don't feel bad if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I never felt like I wanted to be a mom. You know, I never had that feeling. That's okay. Like don't, we're different. We all have our different strengths and our different abilities and our different challenges. And that is okay. You probably have a, you know, you probably have something going on in your life that I'm like, wow, that would be so cool to have. I wish I had that. Or, you know, I never experienced that, that I wish I had that experience, you know, it's okay. So don't feel bad. But all that to say is just, I always knew I wanted to be a mom. And even still, I still struggle with, with, you know, the kids and it's true. And it's funny that I'm talking about this now because I'm literally going to be staying home with them, but that's what I want. You know, I want to be in their lives and I know that being with them and building that connection is going to make our uh, relationship stronger. And really that's what can improve your relationship with your kids and improve your kids' behavior is connecting with them. What I've learned is that whenever a child is struggling and throwing a tantrum, crying, having a fit, there is an unmet need there. And a lot of the time that unmet need is connection. Your kids are not feeling connected to you. And so I challenge you today, if you're a parent listening to this, that you take the time to connect with your child, get on their level and find something that they're interested in and connect with them. Talk to them about what it is they're interested in or, you know, sit with them and tell them how much you love them and how proud you are of them and something that they did that you recognized and that made you happy and that you were proud of. You know, think about moments in their life that have that have brought you joy and tell them, you know, express that to them that they are a light in this world and that they are a joy to be around and that you love them and you are proud of them and you are excited to see the person that they grow into, tell them those things. That's going to rock their world and find something to do together. Even if you don't think that you have anything in common, I guarantee you there is something that you can connect with. There's something you can connect on and it doesn't always have to involve talking, though I think talking is great. It can be just a shared activity. You don't really have to always say things, depending on how old your child is. You Words might not be needed, but for those little children, words can be very helpful. And so I definitely encourage you to, today, find something to connect with your children on because that's going to truly help them behave better. Um, you know, we can't force good behavior in our children. We can't scare them into good behavior. We can't force them to behave the way we want them to. They are children and we have to remember that. And they have immature brains and we have to remember that too. Their brains are not like our brains. They literally cannot think. <laughs> like yesterday, literally I was feeding Paisley and she still sits in a high chair and I made her, I cut her off a piece of my sandwich. I made like a ham and cheese sandwich with some um, mayonnaise and mustard and spinach on it. And I made a sandwich and I cut off a piece and I, I gave it to her. And I also gave her some fruit and stuff like strawberries and watermelon. And she ate all the fruit and then she was like picking at her sandwich. And I was looking over at her and she was starting to toss 
the food overboard <laughs> over the high chair much to the happiness of our two little dogs who are always sitting at the foot of the high chair when she's in it because they know that food's going to go flying and they're going to be able to get the scraps. And that's what she was doing. Food was just flying overboard. She would just grab it and just, I wish you could see, just hoist her arm over and just open her palm and there she goes, just mic drop, you know, the food onto the floor. And I was looking over her and I was like, Paisley, no. Don't throw your food overboard. Don't throw your food over the high chair. No, ma'am. And I was looking at her. And it was so cute and sad at the same time because she just looked at me with big puppy dog eyes and her lip quivered a little bit and it turned downward into a frowny face. And she looked like she was on the verge of crying, but she didn't, but she looked like she was right there on the verge of crying. And it was so cute and sad at the same time, but it was just funny to me because I was like, her brain is immature. She literally does not realize what she's doing. She literally does not realize that she shouldn't be throwing her food overboard. She's just like, oh, this is fun. Let's look what happens when I do this. The dogs come running over and are excited, like cause and effect. She's learning cause and effect. And so, and, and, you know, kids at that age, uh, toddlers, they they test boundaries. It is practically their job to test boundaries. Okay. And see what they can get away with. Our three-year-old does it all the time. She's constantly testing boundaries. And I have to remind my husband that that's basically her job right now is to do that. And we have to give grace and we just have to connect. And ultimately, at the end of the day, when they are behaving in a way that we would deem bad, quote unquote bad, uh, or just they're just behaving in a way that we don't like, a lot of the time is just due to that lack of connection. So I very, I very much encourage you to get out there. And get on your kids' level and find something to connect with them about. Tell them how much you love them, how proud you are of them, how excited you are to be their parent, and how much you're thinking of them during the day. It's going to rock their world, I promise you. So I'm going to leave you with that. Um, parenting is hard. It's not easy. And if anybody ever says that it's easy, they're lying because it's not, or they're not a parent. <laughs> um, but I think that we are blessed and um you just, we should be grateful to have the opportunity, uh, to, to be able to raise these tiny humans who will eventually grow into adults. Like we have the privilege of raising the future generation and it takes a lot of time and effort because they grow like so slowly compared to the rest of the animal world, you know, but they, um, they're going to turn into adults someday. So you're not just raising a child, you're raising an adult. And so you, you need to remember that and all the tiny connections, it's just like anything. Rome was not built in a day and they're not going to turn into the great humans that I know they can be in a day. It's going to take day after day, time after time of just connecting with them and teaching them and showing them things, uh, giving them, you know, life lessons and things like that for them to truly develop into the kinds of adults that we want them to be that I know all of us want our children to be someday. So, um, just take that and, and run with it, go and connect with your child today and just watch, do it, do this every day, find a way that you can connect with your child, even just for a few minutes, every single day, uh, put your phone down and try to look them in the eye and connect with them, whether that's at bedtime 
or it's first thing in the morning, or you're able to be home with them, or whatever, it's during dinner, whatever the case may look like for you and your unique situation, just find those pockets of opportunities where you can go in there and just make a connection with your child. Because I guarantee it's going to feel like Christmas Day to them, uh, just to have their adult parent, their parent who they love and admire, get on their level and connect with them and do something that they're interested in and talk to them and speak life into them. Oh my gosh, it's going to be Christmas morning to them. And I guarantee you do that and you're going to start seeing some changes. So if your child is constantly having behavior issues, try it, try it. And if, you know, if you're still seeing uh, issues now, I, I will full disclosure here. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a doctor. So you you know when something's not right and if you need to take those next steps and, and speak to a therapist or a behavior analyst or a doctor your pediatrician do those things okay this is not medical advice or anything like that so you know you are the parent and at the end of the day you do what you need to do to take care of your children um, if there are underlying issues there uh, that seemingly are not improving no matter what you try but if you realize that you probably haven't been connecting with them or haven't connected with them in a little while, try it. Start here and go from there and see how things improve. So thank you all again for being on this episode of Improvements. And until next time, have a great day. Bye.